Camp Life, the program side. A weekly podcast for summer camp professionals. Hosted by Kurt Jackson and Chris Callow. Now it's time for another entertaining episode. Exploring the fantastical world of summer camp programming. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Scamp Life programming side. I'm Kurt. That's Chris. And in this episode, we're talking about the art of the mini camp. How many camps have I worked at? Now, 28. Something like that. Six or seven. <laughs> and we never did this, this mini camp for younger kids. It's kind of an introduction to camp, which... When you told me about it, Chris, I was like, oh, that's such a great idea. I really liked the whole idea of introducing, because you get these, with day camp, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. It's different. It's the overnight camp that you really need to kind of give them a taste of what it's about, see if they're ready for it. I don't know how many kids we would get in overnight camp where they had never gone to a sleepover. They had never yep. always just been home. And so they get so homesick. The The kids that do sleepovers that go to grandparents' house mm -hmm. do all, usually don't have a problem with, with overnight summer camp, but it's a great way for these, these little mini camps to try it out for a night or two. I don't know how many nights, but maybe you could explain how it all yeah. works. Well, and I say, since 2020, I feel like homesickness has gotten worse. Mm. Kids like being at home now. I mean, they really do. It's it's gotten a lot more. <laughs> they prefer to be homebodies. And so so we did our main camp. We called it Discovery Camp because you were discovering if camp was right for you. And that's, I mean, we right for you and your camper. And so we actually made it like we were marketing it to parents because we had the same issue with some of our parents. They weren't sure if they could be away from their baby for a whole mm. week. And so it was a good marketing to that. And so we did four days, three nights. Um, we'd start on a Sunday afternoon and we would be done by Thursday morning. Um, right after breakfast on Thursday morning. Does that sound right? Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. So Wednesday morning. <laughs> there we go. I was like, Thursday doesn't sound right. It's Wednesday. We'd be done by Wednesday morning. And it it was very much, I mean, it really was. It was, we compacted as much as of we could of camp into those four days or those three nights kind of thing. And so it was real quick. But we had a lot of parents that sent their kids mainly because the parent did not think they could be gone or away from their baby for that long. The kids were ready. Really? Did you did you have anything that was just one or two nights? You know, when we did, because the first year we did it, we did it this way. And then the second year we switched and we separated it for ages. And so our older kids, like our fourth through sixth graders, were the three nights and then the younger kids were the two nights, I believe. Yeah. I do one now at my current camp. We have kindergarten camp that is one night. It's 24 hours long, yep. the whole camp. From when you arrive to when you leave, it's 24 hours. <laughs> but that's uh, the way, yeah. Only. It's the younger ones. I think this, the mm -hmm. one night is really good. And yeah. Possibly, you know, we've yeah. learned, though, it's those older kids that had, we had more that attended and it was more of their parents were the reason that they were there. And really? so, yep. 
but we, so the first year we learned a lot. So we did it. I don't remember when the first year was and we learned a lot from it and changed some things up. So we learned that after we did it, like several parents, several kids were like, okay, I'm ready for, you know, camp. Now I'm ready for normal camp full week long. And so when we rescheduled it the next year, we started scheduling it two weeks before that age could come to a normal week of camp. So we'd have discovery camp and then we'd have something else, teen camp or whatever. And then a fourth through sixth grade week of camp. And so a lot of times we saw those kids come back to that full week of camp. So instead of just getting a little half week out of those kids for the summer, we ended up getting a week and a half out of them because they, they did it. They realized they could do camp and then their parents would send them immediately just a couple weeks later to overnight camp like normal. I'm thinking you could, you, cause you could do like, two half week camps right in a week so if in you a did week. a sunday yep. night monday night and then two or yeah and then a wednesday yep. and thursday night there there needed to be we because when we did two in a week we it was too fast of a turnover the way we had done it and so my plan for which i left that camp and went to a different one but my plan for this last year would have been we had a little more of a turnover and so we had like a full 24 hours off like the staff had off kind of thing or not off, mm. but they had no campers so that we could kind of quickly turn the camp back over ready for the next group that way. Otherwise when it was back, like the first time we did it, we just like the third graders had left and like within an hour, the fourth grader, fourth through sixth graders were coming. Yeah. But that was my plan was to, there was going to be like a, they come on Sunday. So it was Sunday night, Monday night, they leave on Tuesday and we had a break and then starting Wednesday evening, the next group would come for Thursday night, Friday night, leave on Saturday. So of these so. two nights, do you have, do you have like parents that will call or that will say, Hey, I'm we just did. Come up. We did have a couple parents call even on the short time. They're like, I'm just checking in. I haven't, I haven't seen any pictures yet. So I was just checking in. How are they doing? And like, they're okay. <laughs> so, or like we even did during our first one, we had a kid and the parents did not tell us everything. They did not inform us of them, some things. The kid was on the spectrum. Had we known that things would have been handled differently, but we had a storm that first night, of course, of all the nights of camp or of all the weeks of camp to have a storm the homesick week and the homesick parent week. And so the kid was very upset. Just, I mean, it was really bad. And we're like, dude, it, it's okay. Like move on, you know, like what is, but we found out later he was on the spectrum and mom, you know, mom didn't tell us that. We're like, that would have really helped. We could have changed. So she ended up having to pick up the kid because he was just so, it was so rough on him. It was not a good experience for him or us. Yeah. And so, and then do you have one, <laughs> But you you must have like some of the kids and parents at the end are like, yeah, this isn't for us. I, you know, I, I don't know. We, no one told us like no yeah. one said, Hey, this is not a week for camp. Now we did have, I have had during normal weeks of camp, I have had kids who are homesick that will sometimes go home and I will recommend for them next year to come to discovery camp. And they do. And they liked it. But we had one girl that was very homesick for the week. Absolutely hate it. I mean, every picture you saw this kid, she is unhappy. She <laughs> did not like it. And and she would let us know. And so, and this was one of those, we weren't keeping her. We weren't forcing her to stay there. And we finally had to force mom to come get her. We're like, hey, it listen, it is affecting other campers now. You have to come get this child. She hates it. <laughs> this, is, wow. this is not good for anyone. And so... She finally came and got the kid, and then we encouraged Discovery Camp the next year, and she loved Discovery Camp. She liked that shorter time. 
so it was much oh, better. Oh, really? I get she she could see the end in sight, and I think that's what helped her. Like when you're a homesick kid, and a, a week seems like forever, but if you are, if you're like, oh, it's just two days, like you can see that end. It, it comes a lot faster. So it wouldn't just goal. be kids that are trying out camp, but kids that some yeah, her didn't like shorter it. camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting. And so. And she's the reason we created the fourth through sixth grade week too, because we wanted, we realized some of our older kids needed it too. It wasn't just the younger ones. Some of the older kids needed that shorter week as well. Plus we had, I mean, I had a couple campers, one of, I don't remember the years anymore. I had a couple campers. One of the years had sports and this, they still got to come to camp, but still go to their games or whatever on the, Mm. Um, during the sports time because it allowed for that scheduling conflict to kind of work out. And so that was, so some of them weren't homesick. They weren't, you know, homesick parents. They were just, they were involved in too many things, but they still wanted to do camp. They just couldn't commit to a whole week. And so it was good for that. And I'm like, Oh, that's yeah, that works for that. So. Yeah. I think with, (laughs) I think parents that are looking into camp day camps, a great first step. Just mm-hmm. kind of get that feeling of how a camp is organized, that you're yep. in groups and you get that feel. And if you could find a camp that offers uh, a day camp that offers an overnight that week, mm-hmm. that really helps. Okay. Let's just see. But if you're, if camp, and I know that camps tell parents, listen, if your kid has never done overnights before, like a friend's house, start doing that. Mm-hmm. Send them to yeah. the grandparents send or send them to your aunt and uncles, do a cousin kind of thing, but have them stay the night. <laughs> Other be away from you for a night. I know. Right. Right. So with the, the activities, you say you try to squash everything in, but is we that, do. So there's know. some things you miss out on. I mean, you're just, that's the way it is. You can't get everything. I, even during a normal week of camp, you can't, every cabin doesn't get every single activity if you have a lot. And so, especially during those shorter weeks, like you just kind of had to pick and choose. We had at Camp Good News, we had the zip line. That was a big favorite. So we always made sure they got to do the zip line. Every cabin got to go through that during Discovery Camp because that's a big favorite. Um, but they didn't get to do crate stacking because it was just, there was like, okay, we had to pick one high elements course, you know, and then we had to pick, it's either going to be archery or tomahawk throwing. So you had to pick one of those. So we would do archery and they'd miss out on tomahawk. So we kind of did that. Like you kind of picked and chose, picked and choose, chose <laughs> which, which activity you got to do and which one you had to miss. But then that also helped kind of encourage like, Hey, you know, if you really want to do throwing sports, like it's part of our overnight camp week. Right. You know, our, our full week. So you can come back and do it then. But, yeah. and then do were your, your cabin sizes the same? Nope. We would, we would limit it to seven kids in a cabin. And cool. so that was the most normal cabins would be 10 during a normal week during discovery camp. It was seven, seven per counselor, per cabin leader or per two cabin leaders. Really. So per cabin, because we knew there'd probably be some homesickness and some issues so the shorter sizes, the shorter week really helped with a lot of that. And I was going to say too, we had, I know there was a few parents that had talked with us that they chose Discovery Camp because it was a cheaper cost to, it wasn't the cost of a full week of camp. Sure. And so it was kind of more in their budget, more in their price range. So, but their kids still got to have camp, but, and they got to have that taste of it. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's kind of the same thing with meals. We meal times for the most part were the same. It, it the counselors loved it because it was like the best of the best. Like you you have a you know normal week of food. You're like okay, pizza night the best, hamburger lunch the best. I could the pasta nights okay. I can deal with you know it's not my favorite. <laughs> Well, during Discovery Camp, every meal is the best. Like, it's the the favorites of every other week. <laughs> you pick those top ones. So they always like, yes, this is the best food week because every meal was good. And and so that really helped with that. But And there's there was the, no, obviously there's no, like, phone calls or anything. You don't allow the parents. We to don't allow them, them, but parents yeah. still called. <laughs> so, right. But they're, you don't, they're not talking to their kids or anything. No. Yeah, we would only I the way we I kind of held it with our, our normal homesick policy of if you're homesick count like you you know your counselor lets you, we don't tell these to the kids counselor would say hey I got a homesick kid we'd do some things try and help them out if the kid couldn't get past it like just couldn't kept talking about it kept talking about it then we would call the parents I would coach them ahead of time mm-hmm. hey you know if we had a little girl we'd call mom if we had a little boy we'd call dad we never switched that on the uh, parents because little girls would always convince their daddy to come get them and little boys would always convince their mommy to come get them every time so we'd always say like hey mom she can only talk to you do not let her talk to um her dad because it will work and then we'd coach them if you want them to stay here's what you have to say and i mean we had one time mom got the girl convinced she's staying she's gonna enjoy camp yay mom's like cool we're so excited and so I get it. Mom thought, hey, we did it. We got our job done. And then the girl goes, can I say goodbye to daddy real quick? And the mom goes, oh, sure. Here he is right here. And I'm like, no. And within <laughs> a minute, that girl had dad convinced to come get her. Like it, you meet, like she she played it up for mom. But wow. as soon as dad got on the phone. So, but yeah, we, we would do that too. You know, if they have that homesickness, they start to act like that. We'd do the same thing. Hey, we'll call mom. And usually the thing is like, hey, mom, here's your best line of defense if you want this kid to stay is I'm going to see you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like right. it is for one day. It's less than 24 hours away or in some cases that I'm going to see you again. You will be fine. You're going to make it. I'm so proud. Do you have any, do you have any of the kids like because this is really big in preschool, you know, the first time kids screaming, I don't leave me here. Does that ever happen at camp? Not that I've seen, yeah. <laughs> but otherwise you'd be like, take them. They're not staying. Uh-huh. We, I say we changed up in 2020. We changed up our drop-off policy. We used to have parents would go in, help them make their bed, give them hugs and say goodbye. And we would see some parents would hang out for a while or the kid would go home with the parent. Like it'd be an immediate, wow. they didn't even stay. Like they got their bed unmade. The kid's crying the whole time. And we, when we, in 2020, when we weren't allowing parents in the cabins anymore, or 21, because we didn't have camp in 2020, um, the parents, you know, it was a drop off and they leave. And that really helped. We saw a lot hmm. less homesickness from that immediate, like going home with mom right off the bat. And so that seemed to help at least. For that. But I remember when I was in, I think, sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade, and I went to overnight camp, we had to take the bus. So the oh, bus yeah. picked up at certain locations and mm-hmm. I mean, the camp was an hour or so away. And so that was your goodbye time with your parents You yeah. got on the bus and the bus left at a certain time. If you're not on the bus, mm-hmm. then you're not going. And so there was none of that, <laughs> you know, it was like, 
it feels I, a little more permanent too. Like my only way in and out of this place is on this bus. Right. So I'm stuck <laughs> here, I guess. I can whine all I want, but mom it's don't know true. how to get here. She didn't take the bus. <laughs> it's true. That is like the stereotype of TV camp. They ride the bus. Yeah. I've not. All the camps I've ever been to, parents brought us. So. I used to work for Boys and Girls Club, and it was all by bus oh. as well. They pick them up at the clubs. So you you're you're not doing this at the new camp, but you're going to. So we are. We're just it's just for the younger kids though. So we do our twenty four yeah. hour kindergarten camp, and then our primary, the first through third graders, have a shorter week. But that's the only thing that's all. They aren't offered a full week. They are only offered. So kindergartners can only come that one night and first through third graders can only come that shorter week. They can't come a full week. And so that was something I even kind of said like, oh, so really? we have the mini camp. I would like to have a full camp for them. Is what I'd like to add. Oh, but just so yeah, they that's, got that's a chance unusual. to do. That's yeah. unusual. I think so. And then they, those are in the same week, I take it? I feel like they are, but I can't remember. I think so. That sounds right. Yeah, we have, you wouldn't want we it have... for kindergarten key or for like one night. You don't want to take up cabins that could be used. For well, we have, we have weird retreats. I think kindergarten camp, we have a weird like long weekend retreat that they're with. Okay. And so I don't know my schedule. How bad is it? Yeah. So we have a, a group that comes on Friday and they stay through Tuesday. So they have a long weekend and then kindergarten camp is Wednesday to Thursday. So gotcha. I always feel like it's, it's that 4th of July week that that's where you want to do these little mini camps. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I say, that's how I did it at Camp Good News. We would have them during 4th of July week every year because it's like, I, if I'm only going to take a couple days, that's the week is when I need 4th of July right. to be off. So all these parents can have their vacation time. We do our short week for the primary. So the short one is at the very end of camp. And so we still start on Sunday, but they end on Wednesday. And so then that gives our staff a couple days of cleanup and stuff before the end of the week kind of thing. Right. So that's how like we end the summer is with that shorter week. And then we have our staff cleanup and staff party over the weekend. And then staff would still get to leave like they normally do on a Saturday afternoon. So you end the, so if they really like camp, then they have no chance to sign up for another well, week. But, but then again, with the way you're doing, they it, don't have the ages. They yeah. Don't have chance so, anyways. No. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I were changing it here, which is not happening this summer, but maybe in the future, I would do this little discovery camp. One of the very first weeks of the summer, it's a good for your staff too. They kind of start off with like a kind of shorter week. Kind of like, okay, yeah. let's, let's work on this little shorter week first. <laughs> like their practice week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after two or three weeks, then I would have another spot for those first through third graders to come to a full week. Right. Cause I think we would see some repeat offenders there. <laughs> repeat offender. Is that, yeah, no, yeah. it's return to cinder. It's the wrong song. It's return to cinder. <laughs> Address. It works. I, it works. It works. It fits. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I like the I like the idea of the of the mini camps for an overnight camp. So that makes sense. It's a it's definitely a good thing, at least to I mean, I would I would suggest if you have younger kids and you're seeing a lot of homesickness or especially homesick parents, add it in. Just add it in one year. Uh, well I mean also you can do it during spring break. You can offer it, <laughs> yeah. you know, depending on what your camp is doing. Or where you're yeah. located, that might be an option Spring for some. Spring break camp. is so hard. 
I don't know what other states are like. So far, Illinois and Indiana, it, like schools that are in the same town. So we have a couple schools in Greensburg, and they do not have the same spring break, which annoys me to no end because I'm like, I could do something. Like we could have a spring break camp, but it's not the same time. So I'm not only going to get half the kids each time. Hmm. So that's and then that, have a couple of them getting yeah. your. Yeah, getting your staff and counselors that are also off during oh, that's true. spring break is difficult as well if it doesn't line up with the the schools. Yeah, I if you're a big enough camp and you're running and you can run two groups at the same time, this would be a good. I mean, you can run your normal teen week or whatever, and yeah. then have on the other side of the campground your fourth through sixth grade half week. But you'd have to be. I know. I mean, I know. So Twin Lakes Camp and here in Indiana it's huge enough that they run two full weeks at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I mean, it was our, the idea behind it was, well, this, cause it wasn't so much a, instead of it was a, this will add to our numbers and income because this is a group of people we aren't getting because they're not coming to the full week of camp. And so this helped add right. income and, and revenue when it wasn't like sometimes when you have other camps, like, Oh, you could go to regular camp or you can go to paintball camp. Well, it's not like you're adding revenue. You're just getting kids that would have come to teen camp that are right. now coming to paintball camp where this would add revenue. Cause it's not usually an either, or it's a, well, I'm thinking you could even before your regular camp season, if you didn't want to take beds away and you want to run full weeks every week, you could run a weekend, maybe a Friday, mm -hmm. Saturday night, or just a Saturday night that's pre-summer yeah. to get kids to check it out, see what camp's all about, the younger ones. Yeah. Yeah. Discovery weekend. That would be a good idea. Yeah. I like that. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, it was a shorter episode this week. or this, it's a this mini episode, episode for, for the mini, mini camp. camp. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we are going to have a guest on to talk about no, guests at camp. Next episode. Next episode. Excuse me. Not next week. Next episode. <laughs> next week, listen to whatever the we are. Scamp Life, the other side, whatever their episode is yep. going to be. It is. It could be a guest. It could be Kurt masking his voice to be someone else. Uh, well, hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, hey there, guest. Welcome just, to the podcast. Just call me Mr. Guest. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I may have to role play. I love it. So I'm doing a conference coming up and I sent them my, they want to know what I would speak on. I'm speaking on four classes and I sent them just my list. Like I have a list typed up so I can just send the whole thing. Well, I didn't look at that very well and I had my brain breaks on there, but I had it described how I had the blurb for your scamp con where I dressed up as doctor, the <laughs> mad scientist doctor. <laughs> yes, so the whole thing is yes. like, get ready for the weirdest conference ever. Weirdest session ever. Dr. Cirque will be talking about his favorite thing. Brains. You know, and I'm like, guess which one they picked Kurt. <laughs> of course. The same one I would have picked if I'd seen that list. I'm like, oh, so are you going to commit? Are you like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to dress it. up. I told Carrie, awesome. I, we're getting costumes and, we're going to do it up. Just like, I'm like, why not? Like, I don't know anybody out there in, in Pennsylvania. So, but That's I think awesome. they'll like it. We'll see. 
I think, I, I think I just... all workshops at camp should be themed and should have characters mm-hmm. leading them. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? So, Dr. Cirque will be at this. So I guess technically I'm only doing three classes and he's doing one. So <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's Anyhow, it. I think that's next time, our guest, Dr. Cirque, Kurt, who knows? It's going to be somebody. We'll see. <laughs> Until then, from around the campfire, this is Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.